0: My name is Aaron Bross and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks, I am back um, after uh, quite a long hiatus, of course, but I'm back here with you guys today um, with another interview that was actually recorded last winter, um, sort of just as the coastal season was ramping up in, I think it was late February, Um, but yeah, you know, as many of you may or may not know, um, I decided to trade my shovel for a hammer this summer and uh, yeah, hammer a bunch of rocks for money. Um, and yeah, luckily it was not with my shovel, so that was great. Um, no trees involved. So uh, yeah, I have a bunch of interviews coming for you guys this fall. Now that I have you know gotten back to civilization, slept for a week, and have reliable internet again to uh, be able to put out episodes for you guys. Um, and you know, one of the most important ones that is coming, and I've wanted to do it for a long, long time. Um, And this kind of comes on the heels of me having now been able to complete my uh, debt-free journey, um, which just happened about a week ago. Um, You know, I've been on a marathon this year and last year to pay off all of my debt and to really get my money sorted. And yeah, I've completed it. Um, I'm completely debt-free now and uh, it feels pretty amazing and I'm really excited um, next year to save my money, um, to be able to save my planting money, you know, for the first time ever. (laughs) And this is something I feel really strongly about. I'm really passionate about um, because as a planter for many years. I did not know how to manage my money. So um, I really want to provide you guys, um, especially the younger planters and people just getting into it with some tools and skills um, to hopefully help manage that. And so, you know, while all you guys still have flush bank accounts right now, I will be getting that episode out sometime in the next few months um, so that hopefully it will be of benefit to you. Um, But in the meantime, uh, yeah, this interview I did with Fiona, you know, it's kind of just like shooting the shit um, and just talking about her um, couple years of tree planting thus far. And I call it millennial planting because I feel like it really encompasses what a millennial... is is going through nowadays, you know, a lot of ways that um, she's living her life, you know, used to be more unconventional, but it's really becoming the norm for us as, yeah, you know, um, we just don't live that same lifestyle as our parents' generation did or older generations did for a a lot of reasons. Um, But yeah, just, you know, the way that um, she gets into planting and And, uh, you know, has worked in a bunch of different provinces already and, and, you know, just having not started school yet, which is, is becoming, I think, more and more common now for people to kind of take their time, um, because it is so crazy expensive and it just keeps getting more and more expensive. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Fiona, um and yeah we talk a little bit too about her shift which would have been this spring so I haven't checked in with her since um to see how her first coastal season went but for a lot of you who are just a couple of years in maybe you're students maybe you're not um you know this might be a really relatable interview so I hope you all enjoy it and definitely stay tuned in the coming months here for yeah more interviews coming again and I hope everyone is um yeah, celebrating the final contract. Uh if any of you are doing uh fall coast or yeah, just um you know, hopefully you've had some time to relax this summer and whatever you're getting back to now is uh is nice and chill and um yeah, I didn't hear a whole lot, you know, now I'm not on social media. I haven't heard a whole lot about how The fires affected planting this summer. So, you know, if there's anybody out there who would like to speak to me about it um, and come on the show, that would be great. Um, Because it didn't seem like a lot of planting was affected by the fires this summer, which is quite shocking to me. So I'd be really curious to hear more since I wasn't planting myself. Um, So, yeah, feel free to shoot me an email um, because, of course, I am not on the socials anymore. So, yeah, just shoot me an email at Aaron... Erin at wildywords.ca I'll put it in the show notes and enjoy the interview okay Fiona we're live welcome to the show
1: thank you thanks for having me
0: yes thanks for coming on of course we had connected like last winter sometime and then I was in this like panic for the last like four or five months of like I lost an interview like I couldn't find it (laughs) I had you like in my podcast notes um but then yeah I didn't realize like we hadn't actually done it so um, yeah yeah good times here we are um (laughs) yeah so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself
1: um my name's Fiona I have planted three seasons now everywhere between Alberta and Quebec um I don't know
0: I mean, whatever you want to say about yourself, really. so um, it doesn't have to be just planting really, it's just like who you are as a person.
1: Okay, Um, well, I'm living in Nanaimo right now, Uh, I moved here four years ago from Ontario, Southern Ontario, and really loving it, it's definitely a much better lifestyle, and it is the reason that I came planting, is moving out here, like I got all my contacts after I moved here.
0: Okay, yeah, this is, a good, um, this is a good segue then of so you just started planting when you moved out to BC. then you hadn't done any planting prior.
1: No, yeah, I was um, working at a grocery store for about a year. and one of my cousins had told me about planting. and I would always like thought about it and I was like, that sounds pretty cool. And then uh, one day this guy just showed up in the store and he was wearing a pair of leggings and shorts and like a really tight long sleeve shirt. And we were talking, he was covered in dirt. And he was just like, yeah, like I'm a tree planter. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I always wanted to do that. And he just like stared at me. He's like, well, I'm hiring right now. Oh, wow. (laughs) And like a month later, uh, I was, I drove out to Saskatchewan with him and started my first season planting.
0: Wow. Okay. So was this at a grocery store in Ontario then?
1: No, that was in BC. Like after I'd already moved to BC. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Wow. That's, um. Yeah. That's random and, and so random too, you know, because you were out here and yeah, even being on the island. Um, yeah. You know, it's really weird that, uh, yeah, it's like then you went to Saskatchewan. So, I mean, did you know that there yeah. planting here? You just kind of went with that that job opportunity or how'd that go?
1: Um, like I kind of, when he had mentioned that he was hiring, I thought he meant it was for, for BC, but I didn't really know anything at all about any of it. So, and then uh, when we did a phone call that night, uh, he then that's when he told me. I was like, okay. And then I didn't really feel the need to like look at other companies because like I knew this guy sort of and uh, all of his friends, like his roommates and stuff, they all came to the grocery store every day. So I knew (laughs) them pretty well (laughs) already. And it was, it made it easier to like, I wasn't just starting fresh with not knowing anybody. I liked that.
0: So he was obviously planting on the coast at the time then because this was on the island so
1: yeah 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 he does um yeah
0: cool okay so yeah so you move to bc um and then you go plant in saskatchewan so yeah like talk a little bit about you know getting into it and just how yeah like was it what you were expecting um Or what, what did you expect other than seeing guys wearing tights uh, covered in dirt? Um, (laughs) Like, how did all that go for you?
1: Yeah, like, I wasn't too sure what to expect. He had taken me out. Uh, We went to like a public park here in town and planted a few trees. And he had shown me, but it was like on a like manicured lawn. So I was just like, okay, like, I don't, maybe. And then we like went into the forest a little bit and I was tripping over vines and I was like, I don't know if I could do this at all, but still went out, but it was, uh, yeah, I didn't expect it to be as hard as it was, even though all he told me was horror stories. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, it'll be fine. But it was, it was hard. (laughs)
0: And then, um, of course, so you've planted in Saskatchewan, but then, um, you know, just talking with you a bit beforehand, you've planted like quite all over. So, um, yeah, where else have you planted in Canada?
1: Uh, So my main contracts have been Saskatchewan and Manitoba. So a month each in May and June or not. Yeah, May and June. And then... uh, um, my first year we went to Alberta for a month and then I went to Quebec for another month after that. Um, and then my second year we went and bailed out, uh, a crew in Thunder Bay, which was really great. We went for eight days and like, uh, I PB'd three times while we were there, which was sweet.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of like moved around and, you know, I'm curious too, um, after your first season, you know, and then you obviously went back to living here on the island. Um, yeah, what made you, like, go back to the prairies?
1: Um, well, it was just, it was definitely the people. Um, like, I really love them, and I'm leaving them this year. I'm going to a new company, and I'm pretty upset about it. But it looks like everyone's kind of dispersing from there this year, which is sad, but should be happening, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but, it's, um, it's time.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was definitely the people and the the crew boss that I had. um, I really loved him and I loved hanging out with him. So we did that. And then this past year, I went back to the prairies again uh, with a new crew boss, but equally just as good. I had also met him at the grocery store.
0: (laughs) You have really good luck at grocery stores. This is, uh... yeah,
1: well, they Ah. were roommates. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. So So that's how I knew both of them. And then I went out with him uh, this past year and it was great.
0: Cool. Okay. So how many seasons do you have under your belt at this point then? Three. All right. And so this year, you know, you said you're leaving that company and switching it up. I know, you know, just talking with you briefly, you're going to be doing a bit of planting here on the Island. So then are you staying in BC this year?
1: No, it's, um, going to be in Alberta. I can't remember. I think it's near Kananaskis. is where it is Uh, my boyfriend was there last year and he loved it and had a great time so we decided that we were both going to go there this year and it seems good
0: (laughs) cool so out of you know all the provinces that you've planted in like um you know maybe there's aspects of all of them that you enjoy the most but you know if I were to just ask you to kind of yeah maybe um for you, your your favorite parts of like where you like to plant the most or even just a bit of a brief overview for you of what you see as the differences between all the provinces. Um, yeah, what would you say to that?
1: Um, I would say I think my favorite is planting in Alberta just because there's no screefing and I hate screefing. <laughs> um, the difference between like Sask and Manitoba is like surprisingly Sask has been a lot hillier and slashier mm. but then manitoba has um some like pretty decent specs for their trees so that's makes it a
0: decent little harder specs. a lot of rebowing okay. yeah yeah okay i was gonna say <laughs> decent, yeah. does a bit harder yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then what about quebec because you did like a fall there right so
1: yeah i was there for september um it was really good I really liked it my crew boss there was great and my friends and I all lucked out and we stayed in this like beautiful log cabin on the lake and it was just the five of us sharing it and it was amazing and everybody else was in this like grungy motel down the road <laughs> um but the land like I like land it was just all uh, furrows it was pretty wet like a lot of waist deep water in the furrows and you're still supposed to like plant the trees in them anyway because Mm -hmm. the trees were like the length of your arms so as long as the tip of them were out of the water it was fine so it was a lot of soakers and then it started to snow and then that's when we drove back to the island (laughs)
0: Mm, yes time to go yeah 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 (laughs) well how do you feel about you know in a like I guess couple months um to you know be doing some planting on the island for the first time and Um, Yeah, like, how are you feeling about that going into it? You know, it sounds like, you know, based on the prices, you told me it's going to be, yeah, maybe a bit of different ground than you're used to. So,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm pretty scared. I've been like putting off trying to even get onto a coastal contract for a while. Just and my excuse was always that I could never find cork boots in my size um but then i found a pair of, some lady was selling them on marketplace and they're the perfect size like pretty fresh viberg's and i got them for 120 bucks
0: <laughs> so oh, nice. now
1: i guess i have to go now yeah
0: but no it's, more excuses
1: yeah no more excuses but i'm excited I, I really am excited to see what it's like um and to, to test myself a little bit more i guess mhm And then also get into shape before the full regular season comes in.
0: Yeah, so I'm, you know, I have this question later on, but I'm just gonna, you know, this is a nice segue right now, Um, you know, in terms of like, looking into the future a little bit, you know, you're obviously, yeah, resident of the island, sounds like you're gonna stick around for for the foreseeable future. So you know, where do you see yourself like with planting, especially with kind of like expanding? where you're planting and, you know, maybe even extending your season now, doing some coastal work. Um, yeah, what does that look for you? What does that look like for you right now?
1: Um, right now, not too sure. Uh, been doing a lot of talking about maybe going to Australia once uh, COVID and stuff is all over with, or if the band, like the travel restrictions lift,
0: mm-hmm.
1: heading out for the winter. But I also, um, I've done a year of surveying as well, or like a couple months of it. And I want to start doing that again this next winter. I just wasn't able to get in this past winter. and I was pretty upset about it. But um, And then I am thinking about going to school for forestry as well, sometime soon. Try to just stay in the forestry area, maybe not plant forever, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, in terms of, yeah, like the four years that you have of planting um, and that, you know, kind of first encounter in the grocery store, uh, <laughs> has tree planting changed or impacted your life?
1: Um, I don't know. It has, it's changed me for sure. Um, I had a friend tell me this year that in comparison to my rookie year that I've, I've become a completely different person, just more. Um, outgoing and like talkative and colorful is a big one like I, when I first started I would just like wear like dull dull blacks and whatever and now I just like search out the most crazy outfits I can find <laughs> mm. and um, I feel like I've be- I'm closer to becoming the person I want to be feeling a lot more healthy and mentally and everything as well
0: yeah, no, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. And, you know, that it's cool to me, too, that you say, of course, there's the um, Vancouver Island University there in Nanaimo that offers that force tech program. Like, I know people that are in it right now. They're kind of transitioning yeah. a bit in the industry. And, um, yeah, you know, like, this is something I've talked about with people before, of just, like, how few planters, like, are actually, like, like want to stay in the forest industry or get more into like the side of forestry. So, um, yeah. yeah, so it's cool. Cool to hear that. And so I'm assuming then like, I'm not sure how old you are, but you obviously hadn't gone to school prior to like starting planting.
1: No, no, I have not. I'm a, I'm 23 now too, but yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. I didn't want to go to school right away after high school because they really didn't know. And I'm glad I didn't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, where do you think, like, without planting, um, do you think you still would have come into this idea of forestry or, um, you know, where were you Um, leaning towards when you first came out here?
1: uh, I was definitely thinking more like conservation officer was something I was kind of looking into, but I wasn't too sure either. I kind of want to do something with history as well. But, yeah, I don't think I would have liked that as much. Maybe still conservation in the long run but I'm not too sure
0: cool well um you know you've got some seasons under your belt here so you know you've had some experiences um so I like to yeah ask next two questions and I encourage people not to overthink them because they're like <laughs> they questions and I think you could probably come up with a different answer every time but uh what is oh, your yeah. favorite tree planting memory
1: so a bit, I knew you were going to ask this and I've been thinking about it pretty hard. <laughs> um, see, that's the
0: problem. That's why it's like, I mean, I <laughs> give people the questions before sometimes and then it's like, oh, they're going to like think of like 52 different answers every time. But
1: yeah, I had it narrowed down to two. And I think I think one of my favorite ones for sure was um, when I was in Ontario for those eight days, um, I had been struggling like the entire season and I was not doing super great and then um it was like halfway through maybe and i finally hit like 33 and i felt so good i was like great and then the next day i didn't do as well but then the next day after that this guy who was also a second year came up to me he's like yeah like i hit 35 today like i couldn't let a girl beat me I was like (laughs) what what okay and then that day i hit 42 and i was like okay (laughs) Nice. It made me feel pretty good. That's nice. probably one of my favorite days.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't get a lot of people saying that, um, oh, yeah, like, it was so amazing when I went to Ontario, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, like, we, it was the end of the season, so they were all pretty tired, and then we got there and we're like, this land is great. We'll do it. Here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and yeah. especially if you're looking for the fast land, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you find, like, do you kind of have a style that you prefer at this point? Or do you still feel like you're so kind of new into it that you're still, you know, trying out? Because, yeah, you really have been kind of planting a variety of different lands. But do you have a style that you prefer the most thus far?
1: Um, I'm not too sure. Like, I really don't mind uh, the furrows. But depends because if they're just like all over the place and they make no sense then they're more frustrating than anything else yeah yeah um yeah I'm not 100 sure yeah I'm still trying to figure it out though
0: yeah I mean you're about to have a big change too in land coming up here so yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um okay so you know with that being said um what is your worst tree planting memory
1: um it would be I also thought about this one um in my first year, I had this like really weird injury like the f- second week and like my whole side really really hurt and I couldn't move properly and um, they thought it was a torn muscle but it wasn't and it took like year a like, year and a half to figure out it wasn't so I had to take um, two weeks off in my first year but on the last day that I planted before that, um, I was coming out of my, I was lining out and this guy was across like from me, his vet that I was terrified of, who's a very good friend of me, not, for me now, um, was standing on the stump, just like white faced. And I was like, oh God, what's gonna happen? What's happening? I thought he was gonna yell at me. And then he like pulls me up on the stump and he's just like, there's a cougar in there. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And then we got our other friend, we all planted together in my piece. And then they made us go into his piece after. Um, after like they had like run quads through it and stuff and like made sure there was nothing in there, but I was still like terrified. And he was planting way faster than me, and I was way behind. And like it was so snarby, it was just like climbing over and under stuff, and it hurt so bad. And then um, I was just like convinced that the cougar was going to know I was injured, and was just going to like cut cut us off in between. That's how I was going to die. And it was pretty terrifying. <laughs>
0: yeah that sounds insane yeah. was that in Saskatchewan yeah.
1: it was
0: <laughs> fuck you don't even see cougars out there you know very often like of course you know I, I yeah a lot of people don't think they exist out east but they definitely do um yeah wow because I've never even knock on wood seen one uh in all my years out here um yeah
1: years.
0: so wow that's um pretty intense um yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's a good worst memory I would say (laughs) yeah all right I think it's pretty good (laughs) so um I just want to yeah like let's touch a little bit more on like the differences in provinces um have you you know have they all been I guess except for Quebec you said you were staying in a lodge but um, yeah, like if you were to categorize, because we talked a little bit before about this, of course, and kind of what you sort of prefer. Um, but what what would you say in in terms of like um, you know the four years that you've done are the biggest differences that you've seen between these provinces? Um, yes, yeah, sort or of for better for worse, I guess. Just to, maybe for other people, especially this year, who are considering like staying closer to home or whatever and so they're curious about planting in some of these provinces um yeah like what what that kind of looks like to you and so maybe what they could even like expect just from just from your experience um in terms of you know prices and prepped or not prepped and um yeah all those kinds of things
1: yeah um well Manitoba and Saskatchewan have been I think it's mostly unprepped. I don't think I ever saw any prep land. It is, Sask is a bit slashy, but otherwise both of them are pretty easy, quick land. Manitoba can be very cap rocky, especially the further north you get. And that's pretty terrible. <laughs> um, I'm not too sure if the, I don't think the company I worked for is running in Sask and Manitoba again this year. But their prices were decent. I think it was like 12 and a half, 13 and a half, depending on like what the land was like or how far. Um, A lot of heli work as well, which is pretty nice for the most part. Um, But yeah, I don't know how. Um, trying to think of other stuff that's,
0: yeah, because I guess you only would have had those eight days in Ontario, too, so that's not not a great... Yeah, Ontario had, wasn't... <laughs> yeah, I've had people on the show, too, that have um, got a bit more of an Ontario perspective, but yeah, it's been definitely nice. I feel like I've been talking to or just come into a lot of people lately who have, like, planted in the prairies a lot, so... Um, yeah and and I'm curious as well because in terms of like even the other areas that you've planted like so maybe it's just been something that's normal for you what's the like walk-in situation because it sounds like you're also doing a fair bit of heli which would hopefully um evade the walking situation but yeah is that is that like a normal thing as well because that's a big thing in Ontario for sure and and often Alberta so yeah it's about about the prairies if if you do a lot, yeah.
1: Walk-ins. Like when I was in Ontario, we didn't do a single walk-in those eight days we were there. We were dropped right off at our pieces, and we were so stoked because yeah, Manitoba and Saskatchewan is a lot of walking. Um, this year, actually, um, we did like the ceiling was really low, so they couldn't fly us in, and then they finally did at like noon, and we all knew right away that we were gonna have to walk out. And we were not happy. It was the last day they had the heli for that contract. So we had to do it. And so, like, we pushed really hard, finished by like six. And by the time I was walking to like meet the whole camp, it was like an 80 person camp. Um, they had started setting up a giant A frame because they were like, we're sleeping here. And then oh,
0: wow. everyone was like,
1: no, like, it's an easy walk, but we walked. It was a 20K walk out.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> it a, was like that's relatively a... flat and not Wait, like not a, too slippery, but <laughs> yeah. <Damn>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and then two weeks later, it was um, a 15k walk out, like through some deep water—not deep, like knee deep—and rutted because we got rain. The roads got washed out, so we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't drive out.
0: Yeah, super wow.
1: fun. But those are like I I have really good memories of both of those two times.
0: <laughs> so you know, because I know even my time um, in some areas where yeah walk-ins and such like you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is a good episode, too, for people, yeah, you know, in preparation of these kinds of things, whether they're new or not, or just new to the provinces, so, you know, having done lots of walk-ins, and really doing a lot of that, like, style of planting of faster land and whatnot, like, do you, is there any tips and tricks that you have from your times in those provinces, um, and things that you do, especially that, like, make walk-ins easier, whether it's, like, the way like gear you use um, in terms of like your day stuff or just like how you maneuver things that maybe make it easier, you know, for people listening, um, especially maybe for like rookies who are trying to like sort all their shit out right now and figure it out and they're going to some of these provinces. where well, they'll probably be doing walk-ins. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything, anything that you would recommend or that you've like figured out in your couple of years?
1: um one would be like I prefer to have tight boots but I think it is better especially when you're walking through um Manitoba clay slidey mud because if your boots will get stuck I've seen so many people lose their boots <laughs> in the mud
0: yes.
1: just like wearing rubbers but um oh what's something um when you're doing like a walk-in you don't really want to be carrying your water like on your hips because then it sloshes around and it like bangs into your legs and that can really hurt um like if you have like a big water jug I think it's better to like get like a dromedary of some sort in a big backpack and then you can just carry that in there instead which is really nice for the long walks it makes it a bit a bit easier
0: <laughs> and then you know on, um, on the other side of that um what have you been doing you know even for people Kind of coastal people or people looking to get on the coast like what have you i mean I, I did kind of an episode talking about this stuff myself but um has there been anything specific that's been recommended to you now as you prepare to do some planting here on the island because it's like you know so different from from those conditions that you're just talking about
1: yeah um the people i'm planting like i'm going with have been pretty big on just telling me to go slow and make sure I'm doing it right um and that like it will be steep like we've gone to a couple blocks and just kind of like looked and it looks mildly terrifying just (laughs) (laughs) like 80 degree slope and we're standing at the top of it just looking (laughs) down like huh you can see that it was planted recently okay (laughs) yeah um yeah I don't know I haven't really gotten many tips for out here yet
0: okay yeah I was <laughs> yeah if you did son for yeah people listening as well um yeah i thought it would be a good uh yeah i'm curious too to hear like what people are sort of um getting prepped with on the coast you know because it's yeah i've been doing it for a little bit now so i kind of got my rhythm and routines but um But yeah, yeah. And then I'm curious too, like, um, you know, I know you're talking about going to school and all these things. Like, do you think you would want to go into BC's interior at all at some point? Or are you going to kind of see how Alberta stuff goes and go from there?
1: Um, I think so. I think maybe. Um, It depends. Like, got lots of time to figure it out. Um, Definitely probably going to give this Alberta thing a couple seasons, which would be... like it sounds like it's going to be really really good uh we know a bunch of people that are going to be there too um but yeah like i think i would really want to try interior at some point
0: yeah cool Cool. yeah um okay so just to wrap up here uh what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who's considering going tree planting so this can even just be generally because we've kind of talked about a little bit of specifics Um, or yeah, someone who's already decided and they're going to be going tree planting for their first time this season.
1: Um, I think just don't as cheesy as it is, don't give up. Like you're going to feel like you need to give up and that you can't do it. And people are going to tell you that you can't do it and that you should quit, but you just at least give it to the end of the season and see, um, unless like you absolutely hate it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, don't give up. Just keep trying. It gets easier. Kind of. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I guess. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, thanks Fiona for coming on. Um, yeah. And it was actually really interesting to hear some of the things you say about the differences in Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Cause yeah, that's something that I really don't know anything about. And, um, and, yeah, I feel like now more than ever, people are really trying to stay in their home provinces, which has, like, never been a thing before. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, appreciate that. And, um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show being willing to yeah, chat. thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's everything. I don't know what I was going to say. All right. I'll cut all this out, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's, like, so foggy lately. Um, well, yeah, good luck, with Same. Your, uh, good luck with the coastal season. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully
1: your yeah. start soon, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, not too soon, but yeah.
1: Yeah, not too soon. It's, yeah. it's already coming too it's soon. It's
0: still winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Bye.